Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on? Happy Friday, November 11th or November 12th, depending on what part of the world you are watching this from. Hello, people of the world. This is Elijah Fire episode 131. It's going to be a great episode. This episode, this, uh, this episode, this guest is long overdue. So I'm, I've been looking forward to this. This is going to be great. You know, it's amazing when people share testimonies uh, about what God is doing in their lives. Even guests that come on here and they talk about things that God is doing, especially when they pray for people. We're seeing just amazing people getting uh, healed or delivered of things that people aren't even praying for. When I ask guests to pray at the end, I always ask the guests to pray. And we're just seeing amazing fruit. And I know that you guys are being really impacted. So it's important to testify to those things. Um, and especially down in the comments, for those that don't watch live, um, someone's going to see it and be like, whoa, that happened on a live stream, you say. That's really exercising my faith. That's And that's a good thing to, to, to see something like that and be like, wow, I didn't even know that was possible. Especially for me, when we first started doing these lives, seeing people get healed. I remember one time there was like this, uh, I, I I had a guest on this when we first started doing Elijah Fire. And all of a sudden in the middle of it, I was like, hey, someone, your right knee has bone on bone and God wants to heal you right now. And I was like, in the name of Jesus. And I was like, just being obedient to that, right? You get a word of knowledge and you speak that out. And, and then someone wrote me later and was like, for real, my, my right knee is healed. And they did a live and everything. And they were like, they were like, y'all, you know, I couldn't do this. And this lady was like squatting up and down. And everyone was like, all the people that know her are like, oh my goodness, praise God. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so my faith is greatly increased of what God can do through something like this, where we would look at it in the past and go, yeah, I don't know, maybe, you know, but I, I would say 2020, that's one of the amazing things that has come out of 2020 is God just being able to just blow our minds with being able to operate with whatever in any which way. So let that be an encouragement to you. Be expectant. Uh, God wants to connect with you today. That's today, not tomorrow, not three years ago and you blew it today, right now. So be expectant. Very exciting. Uh, like I said, the top of this whole thing that my guest today, it was long overdue. I was like, wow, we have not had this guest on in what feels like in a millennia. So I'm very excited. Uh, she is a, a she's an amazing wife. She's also a published author. She's a speaker. She's an evangelist. She's a gifted teacher as well. She's also full of joy and full of hope, so much so that she became the founder of Outrageous Hope. And she's also the host of the Outrageous Hope podcast. Let's give it up for my friend. Mandy Woodhouse. Mandy Woodhouse, Outrageous Hello. Hope. Hello. Hi. Hey. It's so good to be back. Yeah, it's been so long. You and I have talked, but yeah, it's been a while since you've been on the show. So, But it, it feels like it hasn't because my husband has been on the show a few times. Right. Yes. And we and love so Costin. He, he, I love that you say his name the right way. Yeah. I love it. It's Well, Kostin. I would hope I did. I hope I do because- You've said it. I've heard you say it enough that I don't feel like yeah. I have a legit excuse to say Karsten because that would be wrong. Yeah. Correct. Yes. But but we give grace to those who don't say Karsten. So it's okay. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So Mandy, um, you have been up to a lot. You've been yes. on quite the adventure. 
God adventure. And it's been an amazing, amazing thing. You shared some testimonies with me. You went to Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So we're going to be sharing about guys, honestly, God, God loves Brazil and um, just like he loves all nations. But um, I feel like, I I don't know. I kind of feel like every single time I've gone to another country and I was in missions as well, you get, I, you obviously know that God loves all countries. He loves all peoples. Right. But there's always, it's almost like when you have, I don't have kids, but when you have kids, I hear that when you have kids, each of them is unique in their own way and they're special in their own way. Right. So, um, I feel like God views the nations that way too, where he's like, Oh man, my Brazilians, ah, my Indians, Oh my, you know, so, um, so God really did some major outpouring while you're in Brazil. So I kind of want to just give you the floor and tell, tell the okay. good people about just some of the great, great testimonies you have. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, first of all, the reason that I went to Brazil, let me back up a bit. Cause I want to just talk about, oh my gosh, God's goodness. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was meant to go to Brazil. Oh gosh. Before, long before I moved to Australia, I was meant to go to Brazil. And I had 2018, 20, you moved back oh, 2019 to, to yes. Australia. Yes. But the first, my first time coming to Australia was, um, 2004. Okay. So this was probably early two thousands, maybe 2001, 2002. I had applied okay. for a school, um, in Brazil, I was accepted and I started spending like six months getting money together, learning a bit of the language, which sadly i don't i know a few words that's it i know mice fogo which means more fire <laughs> i know that <laughs> but, but um because the brazilians want fire um but yeah and long story short uh just before i got to the school they had to close the doors just for various reasons and i remember being heartbroken And the Lord said, I'm going to give you recompense. You will go someday and it'll be a better experience when you go. And so just looking back on that, um, this was definitely, I mean, this was a life-changing experience for me. And I don't think I would have had this had I gone the first time with the Mm -hmm. group that I was going to go with. So, So I'm waiting all this time. I haven't really had an opportunity come up for me to go. And my um our pastor was invited to go with global awakening which is randy clark's group okay and so global awakening does i don't know how often they do it they've done it a few times now though they do a voice of the apostles conference in sao paulo in brazil okay and so she was invited to go and um the voice of the apostles the whole thing is mostly about healing and the miraculous and I was like, oh, that's so awesome that she gets to go to this. And then they opened the floor to anybody to go as a missionary to be a part of the ministry team. And so I really felt the Lord. I had received a prophetic word the week before um, from my friend Jennifer Ives, who just said, like, your voice is going to go into the nations yep. and there's a nation on your heart. And I was like, there is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, basically the entire trip was paid for when I tell you, I don't even think I paid for a meal, like everything was paid for. Amazing. 
And so I went along, there was a group from our church that went, and there were groups from across the nations that went, mostly the U.S. and Canada, um, and then our little group of Australians that went. And we just got to minister. Um, so they had, you know, the, the speakers, and then at the end of each session, there was an opportunity for words of knowledge for healing, mm -hmm. for people. To come and art we were part of the global awakening team and so we got to go down and pray for people to see them healed and i was fortunate that my pastor happened to be pastor Catherine ruinella happened to be one of the main voices there because she oh. just had our little group go with her to every session oh cool so, um i i just oh my gosh <laughs> oh my gosh i have so many cool stories um do you want me to just jump into stories yeah please let's just do it okay awesome so and i have to say to honor global awakening because um they are just full of integrity everything they do is about jesus randy clark is just an amazing, very down to earth man and mm. all of his team. They're just all glory is constantly going to Jesus. Mm. Um, so um, I just, I just love that about them. And they gave us opportunities. If you ever go on a global awakening trip, you get opportunities to do things that stretch you and there's training mm. involved, but it's, it is just, it's an impartation for um, God, for the miraculous. So <laughs> so good so um basically okay let's see i have my little list here i had there were moments where i and i may cry but mm -hmm. um there were moments that felt it felt like jesus meaning if you look at the stories of jesus from you know his life in the new testament from the gospels mm -hmm. And the people, I think primarily the story of the woman with the issue of blood who has to push through the crowd to touch the hem of his robe or the story of Jesus in the in the house and the friends have to cut a hole in the roof just to get him down, just right. to get him through the people. That's what it felt like. And there was one night where it's a long story why this happened, but I was like kind of following Randy around in the crowd and um, I'll be honest, I was out for my own healing and someone was like, go and get Randy to pray for you. And I was like, yes, I'm going to go get Randy yeah. to pray for me. So, um, so I was like following him through the crowd. He did pray for me, by the way. And um, the people, I had to just stand back because people were just like, Randy, 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 Randy. It was like Jesus, right? Like so desperate. I'm desperate. I'm desperate you know, my daughter, my daughter has a demon. Can we deliver her? This person needs a word from the Lord. This person needs a healing. This person is in a wheelchair. This person is this, that. like it, it was constant nonstop. Well, and, and uh, but really quick, I want to interject because I do feel yeah. like there might be some people who are like, oh, it was like, no, it's only honor to Jesus. Not Randy. If yes. you remember you guys yes, in you. the book of Acts, that same people had that same reaction to the to the the apostles yeah peter would yes. be in a crowd and people would lay yeah. out their lay out their their sick and it hope yeah. that his his shadow would cast on them so they'd be that's healed right. which means that it obviously had happened before and that's some crazy awesome faith right but just before anybody jumps yeah. down that like oh, how dare you 
the people yeah. have that same reaction. People have that reaction when they see a healing and they, yes. know, they know that it's possible and they have the faith for it. People yes. react that way. So anyways. Yeah, continue. that's so good, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, and the truth of the matter is that this was an atmosphere that was set, like significantly set for people with um, needs to mm. come and find Jesus wow. and to find healing in him and, and salvation in him as well. Um, and we saw lots of salvations as well. Um, I'll, I'll share a story about that in a second. But basically, um, the point I'm trying to make is that there were thousands of people who were desperate for a touch from God, mm. desperate for a touch. And a lot of them probably don't have um, good churches or, or places where they can have the, the everyday person pray for them. They just uh, they hear that this is a, a miracle meeting. They heal, hear that there's healing and they come because they just are desperate for mm. the Lord. Um, and the atmosphere is ready. There's a, an atmosphere of faith and expectancy that's ready to pour out because, because um, you know, it, it backs up the gospel. Scripture says that signs and wonders, the miraculous actually backs up the preaching of the gospel. Mm. And so, yeah, yeah so we had... Um, just lines and lines and lines of people that would come and have us pray for them. And so many, so I'll just share some of the significant ones that I had, but basically I remember we all had a translator and I had some amazing translators. Um, but I was with this beautiful girl, Gio one day and uh, like this guy came over and he had a work injury and so his arm was was quite swollen. He's right-handed. His right arm was swollen and it was like a weird color and it was wow. super, super hot to the touch. So he was asking because he's right-handed, he was asking for prayer for his arm. But I noticed that his shoulder was like back, like he, it was like this, but he couldn't actually okay. move it. Yeah. And so I asked, I asked the translator to talk to him about his shoulder and he had a rotator cuff that was turned like outward somehow, Ooh. but he was like more concerned about his arm. So um, we started praying for his arm and his arm, like I could feel, I could feel it getting cooler. We could see the swelling go down, but I just felt I need to pray for the rotator cuff. So I just started going after that. And this is the part, I love this. This happened to me a few times. It was like watching, um, a superhero movie or something like I the bones started cracking and my my translator and I looked at each other we we're like do you hear that and the guy was getting blasted by the Holy Spirit as well the Holy Spirit was touching him so he's hunched over and he's you know hunched over like this and all of a sudden it was like crack 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 <laughs> what and all of a sudden the translator's like says to the guy like stand up stand up like like, like, stand up, look at your shoulder. And God had popped his shoulder back into come place. On. <laughs> we weren't even like, technically, he didn't come down for that. He came down for his arm, but he mm -hmm. healed both. Then the guy went down in the Holy Spirit and the Lord just started doing a work in his, in his life. Wow. And so that was, that was one of the first really big ones that I saw. So that I was hardcore. Like, That's amazing, God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. I had, let's see, there was a little three-year-old boy that had kidney failure and his aunt, the Aussies would say his auntie was at the conference 
and she was just desperate. And she came over and showed me a photo of him on her phone and was like, they're rushing him to the hospital. You know, the translator was there rushing him to the hospital. He's got kidney failure, failure. He's three. They don't know if he's going to make it, all this stuff. And she was just desperate. So she grabbed my hand and put my hand on her phone, on the picture on her phone. And so we just started praying in faith that, that everything would be okay. And she said that she was going to be talking to her brother and going to the hospital and all this stuff. So I said to her, if you're, if you were at the conference, the next few days, um, the conference was about five days, by the way. Um, it was like, if you're at the conference, the next few days, come and find me and tell me, because I believe he's going to be healed. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't find me, but she found my pastor. And not only was he completely healed by the time the ambulance got him to the hospital, Mm -hmm. but they said there was like zero signs of any issues with his kidneys. Wow. And so she was, she was crazy. She found me on the last night, couldn't speak English, couldn't find a translator, but she just kept hugging me and kissing me because, because the Lord, the Lord did that for this little boy, you know? And, um, Oh, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. God's so good. Hey. Wow. And that kid now has a testimony. Right. Like that kid now is going to be able to grow up and say, look at what the Lord has done for me. Look at what Jesus Yeah. And those types of testimonies too, especially when you have a situation like that, kids being rushed to this, use this kid, for example, kid is being rushed to the, the ER because of kidney failure. Yeah. Even if he doesn't remember it, everyone around him yeah, is going to true. see a miracle like that and go, I'm sorry, what happened? You know, yes, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, good. you know, and it's un, it's an I undeniable it. thing. So oh, yeah. I love it. And and you know, that's another um awesome thing about global awakening is that they they keep a record, they keep up with these people, they get the medical report so that they have it so that people can say, like they can show it and say, mm-hmm. This actually happened. Right. Love it. Yeah, so cool. Ah, uh, um, Let's see. Uh, I saw deaf ears opened. Um, I had a word of knowledge. So, and I'll talk a little bit more about, about this part a bit later, but on the last night there, they had a night where it was open to anybody. So you didn't have to have registered for the conference or I think they said it was up to 9,000 people that were in this arena that night. And so, um, we randy had asked that if any of the global awakening team had a specific word of knowledge for healing to um to give the word be prepared to give the word of knowledge that night and i don't know how it happened but i got called up on the stage to give a word of knowledge and i actually i i learned this um from my pastor actually that like i i have something wrong in my mouth um, something with my teeth that, that we're working on right now. But I was like, I'm going to sew into, I'm going to sew for my own healing. I'm going to sew into this. So I prayed and I felt the Lord say, there are people here that feel like they have a mouth defect and it's embarrassing. And so I'm like, I've got a thing in my mouth, so I'm going to sew into it. So I called mouth defect. It's embarrassing. The translator came and, and said, so I had a few people that I prayed for that had jaw issues or, or different things going on, you know, ulcers, they kept getting things like that. 
instant healings, every single one of them. Hmm. Y'all, I've never seen that before. That many people, like instant, 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 Mm -hmm. instant. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. But the one that stands out was this beautiful girl. She's in her 20s, beautiful girl. Had never, ever been on a date before. Um, Half of her teeth were adult teeth and half of her teeth were baby teeth. Oh, yeah. And it's just that's something that um, is a hereditary thing that people get sometimes. And she just wanted to pray because her mom had just had all of her teeth removed and and her little baby teeth were wobbly and it was embarrassing for her. So it's exactly what I what I called out Um, and she didn't want her children to have it. So we just started praying for um, her mom's heart. We prayed for her heart and I prayed that um, that that thing would be broken that regardless of whether it's hereditary or not, that thing would be broken and her children wouldn't have to worry about it. So anyway, long story short, we prayed for that. I didn't really know what else to pray. I'll be honest. I was like, this is a, I don't know. What, how do I pray for this? You know? Yeah. I think that's an important detail though, that you're not always like in this like mountaintop, like, ha ha, let me pray for you. And blah, blah, blah. Like all these, it's not always that way. It's absolutely. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I was stumped. I was really stumped. I'm like, give me a deaf ear. You know, I know how to pray for that. I didn't Uh know what to pray. So I prayed for her heart. Yeah. And I went to walk away after spending some time with her. Beautiful girl. Went to walk away and she started freaking out. And I couldn't understand because I don't speak the language. So I look at my translator who is also freaking out. May I add, my phone was dead and my translator didn't have her phone on her and neither did the girl I just pray for. So hopefully Global Awakening has the video. Also, it's good. You know, it's like people need to just exercise their faith a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I turn around. The reason they were freaking out is because all of her baby teeth had disappeared. Come on. (laughs) And where there were baby teeth, there were now adult teeth and they weren't wobbly. She was more concerned. She's like, they're not moving. They're not moving. She's crying. We all start crying. We're hugging each other. We're like giving glory to God. Like, like he cares about those details. He cares about, he cares about the one. Okay. Mm. So I'll get into that too. Um, a last story I'll share. I mean, we had so many, there's so many stories. Like I did not personally see a blind eye open, but a couple of my friends did. Um, we had there, we saw a little girl whose foot was twisted and like God untwisted her foot. It was just like a lame Dude. child. She was, she couldn't walk and God untwisted it. There was so many wow. things. Um, I prayed for a woman that I felt the uh the tumor in her stomach and we felt it disappear like yeah, i remember you posted so, something about that on social media maybe you would me- yeah. message me that i'm trying to remember one maybe two, so yeah so cool. i ha- i oh my gosh it was amazing but so but this is the one and this uh, a piece of it is on my facebook page but it's actually had my phone on me and i actually was like i'm gonna get a video of this <sighs> um so there was a moment it was lunchtime and every time Every time there was lunch, um, all of the Global Awakening missionaries would be able to go in. And one of Randy or his team was having lunch with these with all of us. Okay, Mm -hmm. and so um, they would try and we 
people, we were praying for so many people that were like trying to usher us out to get us to the lunchroom as quickly as possible because you just get tired and we have to eat, you know, they're responsible mm -hmm. for our health. And so they're trying to get us out. Well, this particular day, it was another session just before lunch. And I had just prayed for someone and something cool had happened and, and God was moving. And um, this beautiful girl and her boyfriend, probably late 20s, were kind of standing off in the corner watching. And they came over and and she said, um, can you pray for us? And I could tell, like sometimes you can tell when someone's not a believer, right? Mm. I could tell and I could tell there was skepticism, mm. but there was also a level of desperation. Wow. Yeah. And so they began to tell me how um, they wanted us to pray for her boyfriend's brother who was dying of cancer. Um, and And so we start to pray for that. And so I asked her, because I had a word of knowledge. I'm like, are you a dancer? And she was like, oh, I love to dance. I haven't mm -hmm. been able to dance for a few years. So I said, um, are you in pain in your back? And she said, yeah. And I noticed too that she was kind of like crooked a little bit. And it was so similar to the other guys, but it was, uh -huh. it was just crooked. So I asked her if I could pray for her. So I start praying for her. And immediately she gets blasted by the Holy Spirit. Um, that's a global awakening term, by the way, a little buzzword that they've got just blasted. She goes down. The Holy Spirit is just moving on her. She's sobbing. I could tell the peace and presence of God is there. And all of a sudden we hear the bones cracking again. Wow. And I'm like, what is happening? So I'll be honest for a second. I'm like, is this a demon? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> it's like, is there a deliverance happening? What do I do with this? Because yeah. she's like moving and there's cracking. So we pull her up. And the um, translator that was with me was so beautiful. He was so gentle and he, he spoke to her very gently. And then she could speak English pretty well. So she says to me, um, the God's healed her back. So she starts doing like these back bend, the bridges that you do as a like dancer or a kid, like going backwards, she's uh -huh. doing all this stuff. And I look over, her boyfriend is sobbing Oh, and she's like, God healed me. So she shows me photographs. And she had scoliosis and God, like she had photographs. Yeah. you, of, Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the video? I did. I, I saw it. Yeah. Video. Yeah. And like, she's just like in shock and awe. And then after the video, after we get the video, I find out that they actually weren't even supposed to be at the conference. They had come from a different city they came to see the brother who was in the hospital, who we did pray for, by the way. I didn't get to go to the hospital, but we prayed for him. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't have an update, unfortunately. Um, and they came, they went to the hospital. Someone at the hospital said, go to this conference because you'll find healing there for your brother. So they came to the conference. They didn't know what to do, who to speak to. And someone said, go down to the front and have the Aussies pray for you <laughs> now. I'm considered an Aussie. And so I was the only one because everyone had been ushered off to lunch. I was the only one down there. And I, I got to pray for her. We got to lead her and her boyfriend to Jesus. Um, and God did some really amazing things, mm. like amazing. But this is where God was really speaking to me because um, I was meant to be ushered off to lunch to go and have lunch with I, I love them. So I'm, I'm honoring. Okay. But just if you think about it, the big names, 
Okay. I was meant to go and have lunch with the big names. A bunch of us were going and, and I think in the past, I'll just be really, really vulnerable here. I think in the past I would have been like, I've got to get there. I've got to go. I've got to go Mm -hmm. see, this is my opportunity to meet this person. This is like, Oh, this could be a moment of impartation. This Mm -hmm. could be, but the Lord had me stay not because there's anything special about me, but because he was trying to teach me because when I saw it's not on the video because she was a little in shock on the video. But we turned the camera off and I saw her face. Hmm. And she started dancing around the room. And I saw her boyfriend's face. And I could feel the love of the father. And he was like, it's about the one. Hmm. It's about the one. <laughs> and I was grateful for that because, like I said, we had hundreds and thousands of people that we were praying for every day. I didn't pray for a thousand people, but you know, in total, there's mm-hmm. like thousands of people there. We were praying for people every single day. And like, it would have been easy to just be like, boom, yeah, healed. Okay, next, boom, yeah. Okay, I've got like, okay, that's five. It's like, it's like watching Lord of the Rings and like, listen, is killing people. He's like, yeah. one, two, yeah. three, you know, like, it's just, it, it it could have been the potential was there for it to be like that. Oh, there's another miracle. There's another more miracle. about there's the miracles, miracle. less about the person. Yes. Assembly line kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and I don't know if it was something that he had to do in my heart. I don't know. And, but man, oh man, it put a conviction in me that, um, I began this journey. Cause that was towards the beginning. I think, I don't remember where in the, the time frame it was, but I had been, watching people who like you know we're all on a on a different journey everyone is on a different journey of faith everyone's in a different place and that's okay it's okay um as long as you're following the lord and you're spending time with him it's okay but there were moments where different people on the team um and there was a really big there's several hundred missionaries okay so just several hundred missionaries I would hear conversation like we'd sit down together at for a snack or at lunch and you'd hear like, oh, man, guess what I saw? And everyone's genuinely excited and they're genuinely sharing and giving God glory. And then I remember one girl who sat down and she was really discouraged like day three because she had prayed for several hundred people, hadn't seen anything happen yet. Mm-hmm. And then she sat down and she um this woman had wrist pain and I prayed for her wrist and, and the swelling went away and the pain went away. And she was genuinely glowing like, Jesus, look at what you did. And someone, um, just on a different journey, not one of the leadership, another missionary, I want to make that clear, just was like someone else that was a missionary on the team came and patted her on the back and said, don't worry, you'll see something good tomorrow. Keep your faith. Whoa. And I was like, <laughs> Wow. Again, not a leader, not a, you know, but it, we're all on a different journey, right? We're all on a journey. And I just was, uh, I had to just, that bothered me. Yeah. Understandably. And then the, the idea of like, even, even my own team who, who I love and, but we were so excited about it. And I was thinking, man, but like, you know, the guy who got his blind eye healed, praise Jesus. That means so much to God, just like the three-year-old 
getting healed of kidney failure, who doesn't, he's three, he doesn't really know what's happening. He doesn't even know how to share his testimony yet, mm -hmm. you know, um, that it means the same to the Lord. And so I um, went on this journey with the Lord of like ups and downs and like, what do I do? Like in my own heart, I wanted everything to be done with compassion for the one. Mm. And so, um, cause it's easy to get caught up. It's easy when you're seeing so many things happen. It's easy to get caught up in the momentum of like the miracles and the signs and the wonders and, 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 uh, and our hearts genuinely, I'm not having to the Aussies would say, I'm not having a go at anybody or their heart. I'm not trying to be critical. Um, because it's easy for us to get caught up in we're so genuinely excited about what God is doing. We're genuinely excited about the miracles and we're genuinely excited to see the signs and the wonders, but we have to stay at a place where we're humble and it's about the one and not about the numbers, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm not saying anyone did that. I just, Oh, I don't know if I'm portraying. No, you absolutely are. Way. And I think like, too, like, to even make this situation or the example more extreme, let's say somebody has an arm grow out and then another yeah. person has, um, they had a headache and the headache's gone. You pray yeah. for the headache. They're both important. Absolutely. And I think it's like you looking at it like that too, being like, and look, seeing somebody's arm grow, grow out, I personally have not seen, I've seen some cool stuff. I've never seen that. And it, yeah. that's cool. It is cool. But sometimes we do get in our mind of like, we put this hierarchy of like, how cool yeah. something is or like, yeah. and, and the reality is that say you pray for somebody who's agnostic and yeah. you pray for their headache and it goes away the second you pray and they go, or even they're sad and all of a sudden they're not anymore. Yeah. Let's even go more yeah. simplistic. That could be the thing that cements God being real. That's them. right. That's and so right. I think like, yeah, I I mean I I totally understand what you're saying. Where yeah, you know, and even honestly, even let's even go let's even go even farther. You pray for somebody, they don't get healed, but they see your faith and you 100% believe. Like we just don't, we don't know, but yeah, God, people are precious, and God wants, yeah. you know, that's God wants yes. to encounter people. So, gosh, yeah. and it's it's it was twofold for me as well because I. I absolutely, it's about, it's about the one and it's about, um, like you said, like what God's doing in each individual life. Right. But at the same time, I didn't want to, what I've done in the past settle for mm -hmm. like just sure. the headache. Like I wanted more, I was hungry sure. for more. Sure. And, um, I, I, it's been this grand journey that I'm still unpacking, but there's just so much about even the way that we do it. Um, it there has to be a level of compassion mm -hmm. in that. And it was beautiful because the whole week was me on this journey of this and, and like really hearing the father's heartbeat and his love for each person. And so even when I'd lean in, to um and, and look i i come from an environment where we have miracle meetings on a regular basis at our church and we we pray and i've been trained to do these sorts of things you know mm -hmm. but so I, I do have that background but 
there's just this thing about like leaning into the Holy Spirit and saying, like, what do you want to say to this person? What do you want to do in this person? How can I touch this? How can I leave um, a residue of Jesus with this person instead of just like, oh, let's heal Jeff's headache. Boom, done. Okay, move along. Let's go on to the next one. Let's go, you know, and I, I, I just want to, and I love that about Randy Clark. I honor him for that because when I got to walk around with him, he took time with each person mm. and he would like encourage each person. It wasn't just like, bam, you're healed. Bam, you're healed. Bam, you're delivered. It was like, hey, let's, let's, that's just the, the love of the father. And speaking as a prophet, okay, I know this, we're all about revival and we're all about the awakening and we're all about, you know, God pouring his spirit out. And so when that starts happening more and more, I'm seeing it already, but when it starts happening more and more, I feel like it's going to be a test of our hearts on how we handle it. So I think for me, this was like, God was testing my heart. He was preparing my heart for when I start seeing it on a regular basis, not just on a mission trip. When I start seeing it, I've got to know how to handle it. I've got to learn how to still have compassion for the one. Hmm. And so this, the whole week I'm like processing this in the very end, the very last day we're there, the global awakening team prayed and, and prophesied and imparted to us. And, um, one of the team, Richie came over and he started prophesying increase over me. And then he kind of whispered in my ear and he said, I see so much compassion. He's like, you have compassion. And he just kept on saying the word compassion. You're going to see signs and wonders because of your compassion. And I broke. I was like weeping. I was a mess on the floor because I'm like, that's been my whole journey this week. Like there's so many scriptures like Matthew 14, right? Jesus looked at a crowd and the crowd was desperate and they needed healing. And he didn't just go in and send the disciples in. The first thing it says is he looked at them with compassion. Hmm. And then he went and started healing. The, the, um, one of the accounts of the um, feeding the 5,000 kind of thing, you know, he looked at the crowd and he had compassion on them. Um, the, the widow whose son died and there's this funeral procession and he looks in, at the widow and has compassion on her. And so mm -hmm. he raises the son from the dead. It's like, that was the lesson for me, you know? And the night that I had the word of knowledge about the defect in the mouth, um, I have a photo that my friend Christian took and uh, there was a, a couple of us that were called up on the stage um, to, to, to minister with Randy Clark, which is really cool, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you're a young minister, that's like, oh, father in the faith. That's, oh, wow. And so my friend Christian and I are standing side by side and we've got, you know, some of the girls on this side and Christian, we look out over 9,000 desperate Whoa. faces, 9,000 9, that night. They that's say true. it was 9,000. I don't know. It, it, but that's the number that they gave. There was approximately yeah. 9,000 people there that night. Yeah. And I'm like, at first, I'll be honest, at first I was like, because Christian and I are wired the same way. We were like, we're on stage with Randy Clark. Oh my gosh, we're on stage with Randy Clark. <laughs> we're freaking to minister, you know? Yeah. And then there was a moment where I felt, both of us felt the Holy Spirit was just like, stop for a second and look. Stop and look. And we just, it was desperation in the room. And so Christian got a really quick photo 
of like all the faces. Christian Dobby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He could have got. Do you know Christian? I know him because of your podcast. Oh yeah, (laughs) he's awesome. Hi Christian. Yeah. (laughs) But but like he had his phone, and we were just like, oh, let's. We wanted to get a photo of like us with Randy, and the Holy Spirit stopped us. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. And we just have a photo of like the faces because the Lord said that that's the the important part. That's what I want you to remember about this. Um, As awesome as it was to be on stage with Randy, as awesome as any of that was, it, it, it was about, it was about the one, it was about the people. It was about the like thousands of people who got healed and delivered and um, saved that night. You know, I had a man who we were working our way through the crowd and all these people are pulling on you because they're desperate. And there was a man who uh, I saw a man that looked like he was really on fire and another man who was just like this. And he looked, he looked like he was struggling with the whole atmosphere. Right. And so the translator said, Oh, this man wants you to pray for his friend. So we find out that the friend is actually a cessationist, which means he doesn't believe in right. the gifts of the Holy spirit. Doesn't mm-hmm. believe that's for today. Um, but, but they're good friends. And so the spirit filled friend invited the cessationist friend to join him. Cause he knew <laughs> that the guy would like, have an encounter with God. Yeah. And he said, can you pray? Just pray for my friend, you know? And so they made it clear that the guy didn't believe the same things, but they knew that if we prayed for him, God would do something. So I started praying for the man. And then the God, the Lord gives me a word of knowledge that the guy is hearing voices in his head. So I mm-hmm. say, and w- through the translator, I said, um, do you hear voices? And he twitched. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this a demon? So I just like started praying very, very uh, low key kind of deliverance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The man goes down on the floor, actually accidentally takes me with him, but laying on the floor, totally smashed. The Holy Spirit falls on him and he starts praying in tongues what? and then he's glowing. And so I get up and I'm like, wait, is he praying in tongues? His friend is like weeping and this man is smiling and laughing and the joy of the Lord hits him. Damn. That guy's life is forever changed, forever changed. And that was another thing the Lord showed me though, that like I could have passed him by, you know, I could have just been because several people had passed by him because they were looking for the big, like, you know, they want to pray for the person in the wheelchair and they want to pray for this or the, that or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, the big visible miracles, but like that man, and him encountering God and encountering joy, because he didn't look like a very joyful man at first. Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was so important to the Lord, you know, yeah. and that's a seed planted. Because yeah. now what is he going to do? He's going to go back to his church. He was apparently a pastor. So he's going to go back to his church and be like, the Holy he's, Spirit's real. Right. right? He's had an oh. encounter that's going to completely rock his congregation, his flock, yes. you know, oh, that's, that's so crazy. Awesome, man. Im- important. Um, but it's actually, it's actually changed the way that I live here as well. Um, Mm -hmm. because you know, a lot of people ask, well, why do you see, do you think that you see so many miracles in the third world countries because they're desperate? Why aren't we seeing them here? 
That's actually not true. Um, there are so many miracles happening in mm. America, in Australia, in Canada, in the UK. There's so I hear stories all the time that aren't published. They're not advertised and the Lord is doing more and more and more. I've been a part of so many miracle meetings where it may not be 9,000 people and you may not, you know, hear bones cracking, but God is doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think what it is, is it's, it's, it's up to us to set an atmosphere of, um, of not just faith, but conviction Mm -hmm. that we believe that the Lord wants to do this. And even in the past, even in the past week or so, the Lord was speaking to me. I was looking up um, Mark 16. I'll read. I'll read it. Mark 16. Let's see. 17 through 20. Okay. And this is the amplified version. These signs will accompany those who believed in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents and they will drink anything deadly. It will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will get well. Mm. So then when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven, sat down at the right hand of God. And then verse 20 says, and they went out, they preached everywhere while the Lord was working with them and confirming the word by the signs that followed. I mentioned that earlier. Okay. Confirmed the signs and wonders confirmed the preaching of the gospel. Some translations say. So, you know, we hear Mark 16, 17, that signs and wonders are going to follow those who believe. Okay. And so a lot of people will be like, um, oh, you just have to believe. You just have to believe, you know? So then when you don't see a sign and a wonder, then you're like, oh man, maybe something's wrong with me. Yeah. Yes. Something's wrong with me. I didn't have enough faith, but then it says in scripture, all you need is faith, like a mustard seed. So why don't, oh, I thought I believed, but that word belief in the Greek and I'm not going to try to pronounce it. My husband can pronounce it. I'm not going to try to pronounce it because I'm going to butcher it, right? <laughs> but the Strong's, I can tell you, you can go look it up. Strong's, it's um, the 4100 is the is the reference, right? Um, that word belief doesn't mean belief the way that we think it means belief. It actually means conviction. And so then I was like, what's the difference between belief and conviction, right? Because let me just rewind real quick. So we're talking about all these miracles. I didn't see all this because I was on a trip with Randy Clark. And I didn't see all this because I was in a country that's desperate. And I didn't see all this because I happened to be part of a church that that, that operates in signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm a child of God yeah. who knows who I am and knows that this is something that Jesus has actually given to every believer to be yeah. able to do. And so a lot of us stop at the like, oh, maybe I don't believe. So I'm not going to try signs and wonders because I don't believe enough. But let me just tell you the difference. Okay. So belief, if you Google the definition of belief, it's an opinion or a trust in something. Okay. So we can, we trust in Jesus. Yeah. Okay. That's all true. We know, we believe that God can do this. Right. But a conviction is being completely convinced and anchored. I added that and anchored in absolute concrete truth. Hmm. So what's the absolute concrete truth that we can attach our faith to, that we can have a conviction about? It's right here in Mark 16, 17. And all in he that, that, do we believe, do we believe that Jesus said that we'd be able to do this? 
Like we have to believe, and it's not even a faith issue. Cause if you look at it, if you're born again, you have faith in Jesus, you know, that this is true. I don't believe it's a faith issue. And I don't like it when people say you don't have enough faith. That's why you didn't see this person healed. No, you have to be convicted. You have to have a conviction. Yeah. It's about the one I have compassion, the same love that Jesus has for the one. That's my love for the one. Wow. And I have a conviction. And the Lord was saying too, that like, the the disciples here if you go down to verse 20 they went out they preached everywhere um and confirming the word by the signs that followed right they had to hear it from jesus first hmm. so jesus speaks to them he tells them okay and yes it's in script scripture but the conviction to do this sort of thing to operate in this way needs to come from your place of intimacy with god and so I remember getting to Brazil again, I'm in this environment all the time. And I remember, you know, getting to Brazil and thinking, why am I here? I know you've called me here. I know that this mm -hmm. is recompense, but why am I on this specific trip? Because I'm, I'm a prophet. I'm a teacher. I'm an evangelist. I'm not one that operates in signs and wonders. That's not my ministry. That's not my strong point. Right. Where in the Bible does it say that that's for only specific people? Yeah. Because we're meant to be extraordinary because we mm. have a new nature in Christ, because we are new, new, um, new creations in Christ. If you're born again, you're born to be extraordinary, not ordinary. And the Bible is very clear. And it says we are not mere men. And so I'm like, whoa. Oh my gosh, like he's given us exousia power, dunamis power, exousia authority. But we, in order to operate, have to hear that from him. Yeah. So I sat with him on the bus from Sao Paulo, 35 minutes from our, our hotel to the very first uh, session we were doing. And I felt completely inadequate. And I felt I was comparing myself to other people and I was just like, oh, why am I here? Why am I here? Maybe I'll just prophesy over people. That would be good. I'll just, yeah, I'll just I can use do that. Yeah. I can yeah. do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll tell people about Jesus. And, and then, and then like I heard from him, I encountered Jesus and just in my, my prayer time with him sitting at the window of a bus, looking out over the, the countryside in Sao Paulo. And I was like, I heard him say this scripture and I heard him say, like, you just have to have a conviction that I've actually said this to you. I've actually called you to this. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then if you look, like I said, look in the scripture, it's very clear that they didn't just go out and start preaching. They went out and started preaching after Jesus had spoken to them. Hmm. And, and yes, like read the Bible. That's where the rhema is going to come, though. He's going to start speaking to you. But you sometimes, so if you are one who wants to do this and you struggle with it, get with him. Hmm. Be honest with him. Share your, you, your feelings of inadequacy with him and ask him to speak to you. Because scripture is very clear, even that we're going to do greater things than even Jesus did. Hmm. That's for all of us, not for yeah. just Randy Clark's of the world or or. You know, that's for yeah. all of us. That's so good. Um, but also we have to have compassion. And so that's something that I'm praying for, you know. Um, another quick story that isn't from Brazil, but um, 
I, in the, the church setting that I've been so privileged to be a part of for so long now, um, one of the main miracles that marks our ministry is deaf ears opening. Interesting. And uh, Pastor Catherine Ruanella, that's like, it, anytime she prays for a deaf ear, pretty much it opens. So we've had miracle meetings where um, in Brisbane, where my friend Kay had uh, had all of her hearing bones removed at a young age. Okay. And pretty much her whole life was deaf and would have all of these terrible ear infections, all this stuff. But she was, was, was deaf in one ear and just believed that God was going to restore her hearing and got prayed for at a miracle meeting and started hearing again. And we have documented medical evidence that she so is cool. hearing without the, the hearing bones. Right. Yeah. So I'm That's at, wild. um, June, July, I'm at, I'm at a, another conference, um, in Australia, just, mm -hmm. just there. And, um, a woman recognized me and, and came and we started chatting and she said that it was her dream to come to Brisbane so that pastor Catherine could pray for her. Um, because she was deaf in one ear. And I don't know what happened. Something rose up in me. And I was like, you don't need to go to, to Brisbane. Can I pray for you right now? We weren't in Brisbane. We were in New South Wales. I'm like, can, can I pray for you right now? Like, why should you have to travel to Brisbane? Like, why should people I, have to go to Bethel? You know, like have people yes. go, I want to go to Bethel because I want to get healed because healings happen there. Yeah. Same yeah. Thing. yeah. And so whatever was happening, this was leading up to me coming to Brazil in October. So this was um, like June, July time. Um, I had such a conviction in my belly that it was sort of like the words came out of my mouth before I even could think about what I was doing. It was like, oh, what have I just signed up for? Okay. So I start praying for the woman and gold dust appears on her face. And the next thing you know, she's hearing and she's like, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Wow. So that is actually witnessed by one of the guest speakers at this conference who then gets on stage and says, oh, if you need a healing check, this woman can pray for you. So I had a lineup of people at lunch who had like deaf ears and wanted me to pray for their deaf ears. And so I started operating in that as well. And that was the first time for me, I'd seen anything major like that. Wow. Um, but that set me up for Brazil because I was like, you know what? I have a conviction. I have a conviction. I've seen God do it. He's going to do it again. He's called me to it. And it I don't have to wait for a Bethel or for, you know, wherever to mm -hmm. like, I am not ordinary. I am extraordinary. And I'm going to, I'm going to continue to pray for those people because of Christ in me, because of my mm -hmm. relationship with him, because of my reliance on the power of the Holy spirit, because well, of compassion. Yeah. And that, what you just said, that you are not ordinary, you are extraordinary. That's a one size fits all people. Like, mm -hmm. that, like if, if there's anything you could take away from what Mandy said, that's, that's it. One thing I wanted to go back to really quick, because I know yeah. there's some people who are newer believers who are, um, or people that have no gauge for this stuff. You said that gold dust started showing up <laughs> on, on her. Do you say on her face or was yes. it on her? Okay. What, what in the world is that? Why is that? Because I'm basically just asking the question like some people probably just did. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I am still exploring that myself. Mm -hmm. I know that it's a manifestation of God's presence and his glory. 
I often get it on my face when I'm praying, when I've been deep in prayer. Um, All I can say is this, that when it appeared, it brought, it activated our faith Mm. because we knew that like, it was as if God was saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm hearing you. I care about this woman. And so all of us, like I was praying for the lady, there was a group of ladies praying together but we 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 all were like, oh my gosh. And it, it took our faith to the next level. Yeah. And it made the conviction of what God was doing more real. Yeah. And so um I've actually used it as an evangelism tool as well. Because there's been times where I've been praying and it shows up. Um, we did a big evangelism outreach through my church last year, and one of my friends, Alan, was praying and he came out and he had gold dust. And it was a sign and wonder that got to back up the preaching of the gospel. So he led someone to Jesus because they're like, dude, you've got glitter on your face. And he got to explain that it wasn't glitter, that it was actually God. So I don't have any like scripture to back that up. I just know that. Well, the gold, (sighs) gold honestly also represents like the glory of God. Yes. All that, you know, so, um, and we know that heaven is, you know, got gold everywhere uh and and i think that um obviously you're not gonna build a doctrine off of this and be like this is the this is the only way right but but god is infinite which means he's infinitely faceted which means there are infinite expressions in which he can reveal himself to people right so yeah um I, i i mean just my own personal story I had heard about that, you know, um, uh, many people know I didn't grow up in any kind of Pentecostal, charismatic, prophetic, anything, um, quite the opposite. Um, And so I always looked at all this stuff very objectively, but my attitude has always been, God, if this is a way that you want to encounter me, then this is that, that, that's what I want. I want a deeper relationship with you, which is how I fell out in the glory or got slain in the spirit, however you want to say it for the first time and was like tried to stand up i tried to make myself stay standing and i couldn't and i was like oh my goodness it's real uh yeah and so gold dust was the same thing because i had heard people talk about it and i was like okay you know i was like how do you know it's kind of like glitter you put your hand on glitter unknowingly and then all of a sudden it showed up (laughs) um and we were this is when i had started working for the elijah list at this point i would say i was i was no longer skeptical i was like i believe it's possible i just never seen it you know um, but we were, this is back when Elijah streams was in the studio and we had two different individuals and two different, um, two different shoots where I literally saw gold dust. Cause I was on the camera yeah. and I could see the lights cause it was dark in the room. I could see the lights hitting them. So you'd get this shaft and you would literally, I saw the gold <laughs> dust manifest on the face and floating in the air. And I was like, there it is. And, two different <laughs> and they would wipe it off. And then they, and then more would appear. And I was like, and I was was watching it real time (laughs) appear on their faces. And I was like, whoa, (laughs) check that out. You know? So, so it is very real. It is absolutely real. And this is coming from somebody who is, you know, uh, skeptic isn't the wrong word at this point, but had a history of being skeptical about this. Yeah, me too. Very real. Very real. Very cool too. Ah, well, that's it. I mean, it's like, yeah. You you said it um you said it great that your your friend Alan had preached and Goldust had manifested and the guy's like dude you have glitter in your face he's like actually no and it it can be used 
That's right. As a confirmation or as a, a sign or a miracle of uh, of something and uses a tool to bring people closer to him. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, Acts 4.13 is when like the Sanhedrin, they see Peter and John mm-hmm. and they're like, mm, they're uneducated, but I can tell they've been with Jesus. And yeah. um, I feel like even the gold dust is just an example of that. That was a scripture I was going to use earlier, but Um, When you've been with Jesus, things happen. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. To get behind this ministry, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Now, back to the show. When you've been with Jesus, you look different. And when you've been with Jesus, you sound different. And when you've been with Jesus, you smell different. And I feel like that's the Lord said to encourage people with that who may want to step out, who may want to pray for the miraculous, who's just a little afraid. The only prerequisite is having been with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's the prerequisite. And that's where when you're with him, you hear him say, hey, I've actually called you to this. I've actually, it's actually my authority I've given you. It's not about us. And, And that's one of the things that, again, that I honor Randy Clark and their ministry because it's not about them. It's about Christ mm. in you and it's about your reliance on the Holy Spirit. And so it's just one of those things we, we're not, we are not extraordinary without him. Mm. You know, Amen. we can't have gold dust without him. We can't, we need him and, and those that, right. that want to step out, like be with Jesus, just be with Jesus, ask him to speak to you about it. Mm. Yeah. This is such a good message, Mandy, like so needed. Um, you know, too, because it's like people look at even uh, I just even going back to that, like, you know, you're not ordinary, you're extraordinary. And that's that is a, a one size fits all thing uh, yeah. that that's like I would say that was like one of the hard, hardest hitting things that you said. Obviously, the testimony is amazing. Right. Yeah. But people yeah. need to realize that. And look, we're all in this process. Right. Because yeah. I know for me, for a long time, it was always. It was never, it was never a matter of me believing once I got to that place of believing things were possible with God, it was never a a matter of, oh, I believe that I don't think that God can do this. It was, I was, I was way beyond that. I knew God could do these extraordinary things, um, but I didn't think he could do them through me. Yes. I didn't think that I could prophesy. I didn't think that I could, that I got words of knowledge that I could, God would use me to impact people or in yeah and um and i think a lot of people find that have found themselves in that place maybe they're there now maybe they aren't anymore but at some point um and i think that that's that's a very important message to realize like because i was looking at this honestly looking at your trip to brazil and going even even before this episode just seeing all the amazing things that happened from the outside looking in and going, man, what was different about what, what made this Brazil trip special to where she was seeing that? And, and I think your message really is that God is wanting to do that all over. And he is That's doing right. it all over, you That's know, right. and realizing like that I'd even caught myself in that of going, wow, like yeah. what was so special about this? Well, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. God being God, <laughs> I guess that's special. Yeah. You know? But I think, um, and maybe look, maybe there was some degree of desperation from having 9,000 people who are like, please. I mean, there's, yeah. there is some degree yeah. of, there's a lot of faith involved in that. 
you know, absolutely, like the absolutely. Woman, woman with the issue of blood fighting her way through the crowd yeah. to touch Jesus's garment, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that there's a lot of, that's, that's big faith, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. And so maybe there was some degree of that, but yeah. at the end of the day, I look at like what God is doing on the earth. And I talk about this a lot that, um, there is a obvious increase in the things of the spirit, both good and bad. Yes. And, and, yeah. and you know, you see a lot of new age and witchcraft and all that. And people go, people often look at and go, what's God going to do in response? I'm like, yeah. hell is always responding to what heaven is doing. That's good. That's I like that. And I think that oh. we have it flipped around because look at all, I call megaphones. Wow, you have the megaphones so right now. You know, the arts and entertainment, the media, yeah. education, all these things pushing towards aiming at something bad, bad. Look at all these horrible things or, or mm -hmm. they might, they might even paint him as good. Right. Or, yeah. you know, um, but, uh, but hell is always doing something in response to God, because so if it were good. the other way around and I, that, that's just the, like the process that God has really had me going through, I would say the past six months or so really really going like, I need to shift the way I look at things too, because for me to go, oh, Satan's always on the cutting edge. Satan is always, and we find ourselves in this place of looking at like, oh, you know, look at what the enemy's doing. Oh, this is so yeah. evil and so bad. And oh, there's such darkness. But I'm like, hold on. He's <laughs> a created being. He's not omnipotent. God is. God is the uncreated one. He's the, yeah. the master of heaven and earth, the great I am. Yeah. So for me to look at him not being the one that's on the cutting edge, the bleeding edge, the one that's that's the tip of the spear, that's doing yep. something crazy awesome in this little like that so to good. not think that way is actually do to do a disservice to God, even within my own mind, of like he's yep. so much bigger than I, I've given him credit for. Didn't yes. even know it. So Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love how you said that. I'm going to have to quote you on that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I can't take credit for that. So good. Oh, yeah, man. That's the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, uh, hey, Jeff. <laughs> Actually, this way. I'm like, oh, oh, my goodness. You're right. So, yeah, um, Mandy, so I would love for you. Illumination just made a note. She said there's a few people in the chat who need healing. And honestly, I've like, I just want to see God move. Yeah, so if you would, on. I would love for you if they, I obviously say whatever else you feel like you need to share, but at the end, I would love for you to just pray for people. Yeah, absolutely. People I think healed. that's, I think that's important too. Hey, um, one thing to note too, the last thing I'll say, and then I'll start praying for people. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not the healer, <laughs> right? You know, I'll, I'll keep talking about Randy Clark. He's not the healer. We are vessels that um are standing with conviction and have compassion for the one but we lean into the holy spirit mm. and so we're just gonna lean into the holy spirit yeah and um a lot of times too healing comes i i love it i love it when it comes right away i love that you know the woman falls down her back is cracking boom she's like healed i love that but sometimes it's a process and sometimes the process is for our own heart. And sometimes the process is for other people's heart. We just have to trust him. We just, you just have to trust him. 
you know and um but i do believe that healing is immediate just sometimes the manifestation of it let me just make that clear and so i would love to um i would love to pray i saw i'm looking in the chat right now i do see i maybe don't there's so many i maybe will be general with how i pray i do see that i saw that there was a woman whose husband and daughter i think was deaf um, we've got some needs, so I'm just gonna start praying. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. So right now, um, in the name of Jesus, I just declare over those of you who need a touch from Jesus, I declare right now, deaf ears open, yes. deaf ears open in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that now you are going to make them hear more clearly than they ever have, that their voice, <laughs> the voice of the Lord is going to be the loudest voice that they hear first and foremost. I thank you for healing. I thank you for opening that girl's ear right now in Jesus' name. I thank you for the hearing that's going to continue in that that husband right now in Jesus name. I pray for the children I saw who are sick. We say we stand against cold, flu, COVID, all of those things right now in Jesus name. I thank you for divine healing. I thank you, God, that you are the supernatural God. Yes. Thank you for those with back pain right now in Jesus name. If you've got back pain, put your hand on your back and just rejoice because God is healing right now in Jesus mighty name. Um, another manifestation is I get in my left hand, I get um, heat in my left hand and I know that the Lord is wanting to heal. And so my, my left hand is now hot. Mm. So I'm just, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, I pray for divine supernatural healing that your name, Jesus would be glorified, Lord God. Um, I thank you for the woman who's having digestive issues right now, that that is healed in Jesus name, gluten mm. intolerance healed, healed in Jesus name for the person that has the, the ankle. There's something in, in someone's ankle that's been hurting, um, healing in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the person who has the backache in or the shoulder, like up in their, um, not the rotator cuff, but just a little bit higher. Um, I really feel like that stress. And so God, I pray rest, the rest of Jesus, the rest of Jesus, the peace of God mm -hmm. that goes beyond all understanding. We just lift that off of you. I see Jesus coming and just lifting it off. He's taking the burden. And right now in Jesus' name, shoulders and back be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody's left eye, there's like a film in your eye and it's been driving you nuts. I only know that because I just have it in my eye right now and I never have that. So Jesus, right now, I pray that you heal eyes and you remove that film. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father, for every person that needs healing. If you have a need in your body, um, place your hand on, on the area that you need healing. And we're going to stand together in faith. In Jesus' name, I thank you that by your stripes, Jesus, we are healed. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For the person that is struggling with voices in their head, I tell that thing to go in Jesus' name. Be gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Celiac disease, we curse you and we tell you to go in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Um, 
when I was back in Louisiana, I prayed for my auntie and she was having heart issues and she was having a hard time breathing and um, goes, attends the the type of church that's not quite sure where they stand on all this. And so I put my hand on her heart and we started feeling her heart beating really, really hard. And um, she could take deep breaths. And then she told me that like the heart failure, like she doesn't even have that anymore. She's just going to do a rehab just to do it, but everything has been healed. And so um, that's the final thing I'll pray for those that have heart issues right now. In Jesus name, I speak life into your heart. I pray for a supercharged, supernatural battery pack. (laughs) I thank you, Father, for what you're doing even now. And I saw in my spirit, I saw a picture of um, the broken heart emoji. And so I want to end on that because I think that a broken heart is just as important to God as we said earlier as anything else. And so if you have a broken heart, I just want to speak into that right now. The joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord. I see amending your heart back together. Mm-hmm. I see flowers growing out of your heart. And the season, the season of broken hearts is ended. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw a picture of uh, um, cards um, and I saw the queen of hearts. Thank you, Father. The king and queen of hearts, a full heart. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Ah, and I just, all of you that want to do this and want to pray for people, just step out, hear from the Lord, go to him, spend time with Jesus and step out. Mm. Yeah, that's so so good. good. Thank you so much, Mandy. Honestly, I just really feel like, yeah, I just feel like God is really wanting to, to, to heal people people keep coming on the show gracie Wright, everybody from a couple of days ago if you haven't watched that episode which clearly not all of you have because i'm looking at the numbers it's really (laughs) good and it's very much in step with this um god between this and that episode god really really is wanting to release you know healing i just really feel um through that so um mandy seriously you're the best i'm so so glad um, you know, the wait was worth it. Obviously you went through a lot, um, mm. since you were on the show last and yeah. uh, you're bearing a lot of fruit and you're going to continue to bear much, much, much fruit as a result of that. Cause I could see even that it wasn't, uh, you weren't the same. You're still Mandy, but you yeah. weren't the same, you know? And, wow. and so yeah. it's, it's something that was just like, wow, like it's, you know, your your words have a lot of weight and i think that um you know i know mm. even as your friend like i i uh, take them to heart very much uh, just what god is releasing through you right now so thank you yeah. jeff thank you thanks yeah. for having me i'm still i'm still obviously processing a lot of this and i feel like the lord has more to say about it and i'm just going to mm-hmm. keep seeking him yeah. um so thanks for having me i'm you know i'm pretty i'm pretty transparent so in the middle of the processing, I'm here, but I'm mm-hmm. sure that God's got other things he wants to say. So. Yeah. Also, really quick, I saw my Susan Duarte, who everybody is my mother-in-law, Hi. and uh, she's in the live chat. Hi, Susan. Love you. And then also, I think my mom, Kimberly. Hi, mom. Love you, mom. 
Uh, she's just not as active in the the live chat, but she's almost always here in the background. Yeah, so. I have some friends who aren't active, but I know they're watching. So yeah, hi yeah. everybody, friends, family. Hi. You're so welcome. Yeah. Okay, Mandy, how can people follow you? Obviously, you got the blog, the fantastic. Yes. Blog. So, um, uh, MandyWoodhouseOutrageousHope.com. I'm regretting that because it's so long, but that's the domain I've paid for. So we're going to stick with it for a <laughs> little bit. But MandyWoodhouseOutrageousHope.com. Um, Outrageous Hope on Facebook. Um, I have a TikTok that I haven't been on in a while. And my podcast, the Outrageous Hope podcast, which is on um, Google and Spotify, hopefully Apple soon, we'll see. Mm -hmm. And YouTube. I think that's it. There's there's more to come. Let me tell you, 2023 is going to be a new launching for me and Costin. So awesome. stay I tuned. I love it. Stay yes. tuned. It's going to be very exciting. Also, yes. you just, speaking of your podcast, which is fantastic. Guys, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, it's <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts. It's so great. And it's just and like. Jeff's been on it a few times too. So Yeah, twice. Well, it was really one episode <laughs> that we split it into because I'm a talker. So. And so am yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went for it. Um, but uh, yeah, I um, you get to see like a, a slightly different side, a more uh, loose um, side, more <laughs> candid, I think. Um, but um, yeah, I uh, your podcast just just embarked on season two. So you yes. you're about I, in a couple of days, you're going to release episode three of season two. Yes, my um, it usually comes out Brisbane time Tuesday. 9 a.m. Except for this past week, it came out on Monday because I thought it was Tuesday. Um, we can blame that on jet lag, but um, let's see. So that would be Monday, like Monday afternoon, evening. Yeah, Monday, right after, right after Elijah fire. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so it'd be actually. like three, three, right around now. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, right around yes. now. Yeah. So, um, but hey, this, this, oh gosh, so the. Episode two and episode three, we're talking about just uh, Costin joins me, my husband, on episode three. And it's really encouraging. Like, I just, if there's any episodes for anyone to listen to, I would say listen to those. They're just so encouraging. It's going to build your faith. It's really awesome. going to build your faith. Awesome. So, yay. And so we put a link to that on Spotify uh, so you can listen to it there if you want. Or awesome. you can go wherever else. Yeah. It is. So yeah, yeah. get options. Go check it out. You guys are going to be really encouraged. Uh, it's just great. So Yay. awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Mandy. Thank you so much. We'll definitely do this again. Cool. Yay. Yeah. All right, thank everybody. you, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Thank you, everybody. And keep the kind comments coming. If you have testimonies, contact Mandy, contact us. Yeah, that's those are great. We we don't do it for the testimonies, but they are great. You know, they're good yeah, and they're encouraging. Awesome. So yeah. Yeah. It encourages us to keep going too. So yeah. um everybody, that is our show. Have an amazing weekend. It's Friday or Saturday. Saturday. In Australia. <laughs> um join us on Monday. We are embarking on part two of four of the um Fivefold Ministry Explained series with Demonte Edmonds. We're talking all about the fivefold ministry and why it's important. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to be talking about the prophet. Uh, we talked about the apostle on Monday. This this Monday, upcoming Monday, we're going to be talking about prophets. That's so going to be great. On. You don't want to miss it. It's great. It's going to be fantastic, even if you have to watch it not live. But 
2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time is when it's going to be on. Also, there's a donation link at the analogifier.com slash donate. Remember that all that money goes towards making sure this day is five days a week. It stays free. And then we're also digging those freshwater wells in Uganda. A new well every three days, you guys. That's crazy. And it's completely changing these communities and their lives because they don't have to spend their whole day hauling water anymore that they might get sick from. And so it's huge. It's amazing. So we're giving people their lives back. Uh, and then we're also going to be doing stuff stateside as well in the future. It's going to be super exciting. So get in on that. Just know that even if it's five bucks, some of that money is going to go towards those water wells as well. Have an amazing weekend, you guys. And we'll see you on Monday with Fivefold Ministry Explained with DeMonte Edmonds, part two of four at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today.